a prayer meeting <laughs> was one. We had a guest speaker who was a fantastic speaker and a friend of mine. And he came to speak and I fell asleep and woke up with a, you know when you wake up with a jump, I woke up with a jump that I turned that ah into an hallelujah. <laughs> Thought I got away with it until my colleagues told me I was snoring. <laughs> so I didn't get away with it. But, but there is times, other times, where, where I fall, I've fallen asleep in a train, going to Edinburgh, and woke up in Dundee. Though I had to get the train back again. Uh, but rest is really important. As you say, God made the world, and everything that God made, he put the statement at the end of it. He made, I don't know, he made the universe, he made planets, he made stars, he made the moon, the earth, he made water, he made sea, he made land, he made creatures crawl over the land and swim in the sea and fly in the sky. In the sky. And after everything he made, he said, oh, that's very good. Almost like he's marking it himself. It's very good. He made people very good. But he never stamped anything holy until he got to the seventh day where he said, this day will be known as a day of rest. God does not need to rest. He is almighty God, but he chose to rest on the seventh day. Almost like an example to us. If God needs to rest, boy, do we need to rest. Here's, here's something that I really like. Okay, when, when you think about it, we were made to rest. And it's not like we, we work, then we rest. God did it the opposite way with us. We were made on day six of the creation story. The last thing that God made. Then on day seven, it's our day of rest. Do you get that? We were, we were made, then it's rest day. It's like, woohoo, no work for us. We're made, then we're resting for the day. It's the same when it comes to how God made, God made uh, the, the, the world. Uh, in terms of how it works. So in, in, in how a day happens in the Hebrew world, it starts in the evening. When you can see the first star, but never work in Scotland, you've never seen any stars, just cloud. Um, but when you see the first star, that is the start of a new day. The day starts in the evening. And what do we do in the evenings? We rest and we sleep until the next day. We're made to rest before we work. How good are you at resting? Resting is really important. In this culture, we, we sort of almost got to the stage where we're putting down rest. I'll rest when I'll die. You know what I mean? I've got to work as much as I can. It's not how God has made the world. He made you, designed you to rest. It's important that you learn to rest. Second thing is this. The second time holy is mentioned in the Bible, so the first time is when he called, you know what I mean, uh, the, the seventh day a holy day. The next time is when there's this shepherd guy out in the desert looking after some sheep. When he spots something on fire and it doesn't consume up the bush that's on fire. It's burning, but it's not burning up. I don't know how long it takes you to discover that. You know what I mean? You'd be looking at bush thinking, oh, it's on fire. Oh, it's still on fire. How long does it take you to twig actually, that's not going out. That's a bit different. How long had that bush been burning? I mean, had it been burning for 40 years and you just never noticed? 
And eventually he goes over to see what this burning bush is, 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 is burning but not consuming. And he goes over and as he gets there, a voice comes from the bush. It says, take off your sandals because where you're standing is holy ground. And here Moses hears from God. Here's the second thing I, I think we need to learn about, about rest. Sometimes we miss what God is doing because we're so busy and we're not paying attention. We're so busy doing stuff, we don't see what's around us. Have you ever been anywhere that's taking your breath away? Me and Rachel went to a, a, um, a, a meeting. It was a, all the youth leaders from Exeter went away and we went to a place called um, uh, New Polzef. It's on the edge of the sea, by Polzef, but on the edge of it. And we came in quite late. It was a, a, a night time. And as we drove in, our headlights went across the sea. And as we saw what we saw, it was Wow. Massive breakers coming in, and the sound and the vision of where we were, it was just a wow moment. At the start of uh, the millennium, I took a group of teenagers up the Malvern Hills to see the daybreak. Someone got up a bit early. We were there for a good hour and a bit before the sun rose. But boy, was it stunning when it rose. And I'm sure you could all tell me stories of wow moments in your life. Sometimes we miss what God is up to because our eyes are somewhere else. We're so busy, we don't see what God is doing. I wonder how busy Moses was. I wonder how long it took him to discover that burning bush. How many times have you missed that burning bush that God has tried to show you? On Friday, I was due to uh, take someone, a friend, um, up north to, to, to visit her sister. And I was a bit early, so she said, oh, wait in the garden. So I was in the garden, and I was just watching this little wasp. And I thought, it's very clever, the detail that God puts into wasps, that they can go from flower to flower, and how they're built. And I thought, we built helicopters, but they're not as good as wasps. You know what I mean? And they recycle, you know what I mean? When they die, they, there's more wasps become, and you're all looking at me going, wasps, they are just venom. They are, they're horrible things. But no, they're genius. Sometimes we can miss because we're too busy. How, sometimes our eyes are so often on a screen rather on the scene. Let's get our eyes fixed on where they should be. Find time to rest. And, and the last thing I want to say is, is the third time that holy appears in the Bible. Is that it's a bit later on in the story of Moses. He's taken the people, rescued them from Egypt, taken them out uh, across the, the, the Dead Sea. And now they're wandering around this desert. And as they walk around the desert, they start to whinge and complain. There's nothing to eat. They should have come to brunch is what I think. But there's nothing to eat. We're starving out. We were better off in Egypt. We had things to eat in Egypt. And now we're wandering around starving hungry. And so God decided to feed them. And stuff fell from the uh, onto the ground each morning. And we know it is now is called manna. Do anyone know what manna means? 
what is it? It's like that, those crypts we have, you know, these orange crypts. It's, what's it? Or is that, that always reminds me of, of, of manna. People are going, what is this? What, what, what is this? And you can eat it. And you can cook with it. And you can make stuff with it. And it tastes like honey. And every day, the people would pick up enough to eat. When it first happened, people were picking up way too much. And they would store it. And they sort of said, well, get jars full of this stuff. But what would happen is it would be full of maggots and go off after one day. Except for on the sixth day, where you could pick it up and store it. Because it would last a day. But people would still would go out looking for it on the seventh day. And God had to remind them that that is a day that's for rest. You don't have to work. Do enough work on the sixth day so you can enjoy the seventh day. And God had to remind them. You see, these people who were wandering around this desert were slaves. And they thought and they lived like slaves. Slaves don't have a day off. Every day is a day of work. And God had to remind them, you're not slaves. You're children. My children. Why is it important to have a day off? It's it's a day to remind us that we belong to God. You are God's children. A day to enjoy Him. Enjoy it. In Jesus' day, where we got the passage from, everyone was, the the religious leaders were so religious and so passionate about having this day off, they almost wrecked it. They said, well, these are the things you can't do. You can't walk further than this. You can't have so many spices. You can't, can't do this and do this. And it got exhausting and to the point that people didn't enjoy the day off that they had. And Jesus came and said, actually, Sabbath is not, man is not made for Sabbath, but Sabbath is made for man. It's a day to enjoy God. Make sure you have time to enjoy God. You don't have to be overly religious. In fact, that verse translated into the message says, those who are exhausted from religion. It's about enjoying time with God. That may be a walk that you do by yourself. That may just be some time to watch the sunrise or set. That may be just some space and some quiet. But find some space for God. He's there to be found. So let me pray. So Father, I pray that you help us to rest. Some of us are so busy, have so much to do, but yet help us just to be quiet and help us to discover you. May we enjoy you. May you speak to us as you spoke to Moses through a bush. Speak to us in in other ways, through your creation, through this world. But may we just find that rest for our souls. For I say this in your name. Amen.